the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Elevated section of Interstate 95 in Philadelphia collapsing this morning, closing the main north-south road on the east coast and now threatening to upend travel throughout parts of the northeast. Authorities say that collapse occurred after a large truck caught fire. At this time, still no reports of any injuries. Video from the scene showing a massive concrete slab fallen from I-95 onto the road below. Two recent lawsuits filed by the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission against the world's biggest cryptocurrency exchange reopened tensions between the government and a volatile incident, or rather industry, that's been marred by scandals. Lawsuits, the latest in an ongoing tussle between the government and creators of digital assets who seek to legitimize cryptocurrency. This is SRN News. Mark Levin is satisfied with the debt deal. No, I don't think McCarthy sold us out. I think he got what he thought he could get with the Republicans that he has. Just a matter of judgment. As I said, they hung on another month or two. We weren't going to go broke. Money keeps coming into the federal government. doesn't stop. Keep paying your taxes. Businesses keep paying their taxes. Keep getting tariffs and whatever keeps coming into the... It doesn't stop. Mark Levin. Weeknights at 8 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. Check out SalemNewsChannel.com. SalemNewsChannel.com is a news channel that loves America and is not afraid to admit it. You have voices like Dennis Prager, Hugh Hewitt, Brandon Tatum, and so many more. Check it out today, SalemNewsChannel.com. Your weather forecast for this evening, low around 53 degrees with clear skies for the overnight. Monday, sunny with a high of 77 degrees. Another full hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Closer edition with Brad Carlson coming up in moments. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast. We'd like to have the like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And if you'd like to check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, feel free to do so. Again, obviously go to Facebook. Give our page a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. And as always, we uh, thank you for tuning in. So, yeah, obviously spent the uh, I, I figured out that's what would happen. Spent the first hour talking about the uh, Trump indictment. Uh, I had a feeling it would probably go the entire hour and that is perfectly fine. It's a big story. I understand it. Uh, but we do have a, a couple of callers that we want to get to. Uh, they're holding over. Uh, let's see. Let's go to line one. Dan in Invergrove Heights. Dan, always good to hear from you. You are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Is Dan with us? Yeah, I'm right here. Oh, there you go. Can you hear me? I can hear you now, sir. Sorry. Thank you. Okay. All right. Yeah, I was saying it's always good to talk to you as well, Brad. Yeah, um, I mean, this is, okay, so after hearing your last call, I, I guess I am wondering um, if you dismiss Molly Hemingway's uh, book, um, you know, about uh, the 2020 election rigged. that it was rigged. Rigged, yeah. I had the, uh, Her husband was her co-author, Mark Hemingway. He was on the show when it first came out. 
And yeah, I I had him on after reading it. Yeah, I uh, it, see that. See, rigged is is differentiating from uh, what Mike Lindell is saying, which is some foreign source changed vote totals on an electronic machine. What rigged was all about was how a lot of these jurisdictions were using the coronavirus as an excuse to uh, usurp election laws. And that is what should have been focused on. Unfortunately, Trump's legal team was so inept that they torpedoed a lot of these legitimate cases, like in Pennsylvania, for instance. And I think there was one that was upcoming in Wisconsin as well. So, yeah, uh, I, I that w- that was a thorough read. Mo- Mark and Molly Hemingway, credible journalists and very thoroughly researched book. Yeah, I highly recommend that to, to anybody, to be perfectly honest. You know, I'm so glad I, I asked you that question so that you could clarify your position so that you just so that you don't just come across the way I think you may have come across negatively with the last caller. But the, but I think you just, you know, helped yourself, <laughs> helped your case immensely. But what I wanted to uh, the real reason I called initially was because I think that President Trump um, probably was holding back uh, top secret documents le- illegally. I don't doubt that because there's no trust because look at the, the deep state. Sure. Joe Biden. Uh, I mean, why would you want, I mean, it probably reveals the identity of key players that uh, we don't want the deep state and the, the these leftist Democrats that apparently to me want to destroy this country. Right. So I could definitely understand where president Trump would be coming from. Now, Hillary Clinton, on the other hand, I think she was probably just covering her butt. Because uh, of Benghazi and other uh, bad things that she, uh, she could be tied to. So, you know, therein lies the difference in my book. But, you know. It doesn't justify I, it, but I get I, it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. No, I hear you. I, I mean, I wish we had a, a, a way to deal with this kind of issue. But I think it's a legitimate issue uh, with President Trump on President Trump's side uh, wanting to protect. I mean, I'm just obviously you know, speculating here, wanting to protect identities of key players. Um, but that that's that's how I think it, it could be explained. I mean, in, 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 you know, understanding it from a moral position, of, you know, of right from wrong. But I can't, you know, legally. Yeah, it, I was going to say legally what, different issue. Yeah, when it's brought before right, a jury, right. that's not going to fly. <laughs> so, yeah, I, OK, I, you know, yeah, it's a very I think it's a very sticky wicket. Yeah, I Appreciate the call. Thanks, um, thanks so much, Dan. Yeah, you know, my my thing is to say, you know, Trump with all his bluster and talks about uh, how you know his deep love for this country and you know our amazing military, just incredible, you know, all that kind of thing. And then because he has a petty dispute with a general, he pulls out a classified document to make his case that could legitimately put lives in danger. By revealing our strategic military plan and where uh, spies are located, American spies are located. So if you care so much about our military, why in God's name would you do that? You see, he doesn't think. He he, he doesn't think past his own needs. This is the problem that, I'd ha- that I've had with him. You know, and, and again, I, I give him credit for some things in his administration. You know, obviously moving the U.S. Embassy uh, to Israel to the capital of Jerusalem. Uh, the Tax Cuts and Job Act, very good legislation. Obviously, the Supreme Court, uh, the three solid Supreme Court justices and the overhaul of the judiciary and a lot of the peace de- deals brokered uh, in, in the Middle East. I give I gave him his props. But none of that, none of those accomplishments excuse the behavior he's engaged in. And again, if he is so... He believes that he is the only one who can make this country great again. You know, his whole slogan, make America great again. He's the only one who believes he can do that. And you know why? Because he got back in the race for 2024. Now, I've said this many times before, you know, and I apologize my listeners hear me talk about this, but there was a realignment taking place in 2020. People didn't want Trump reelected, but. Republicans made a significant gain in the U.S. House where they were not expected to in 2020, and they would have held on to the U.S. Senate, again, were it not for Trump sowing distrust in the Georgia 
uh, election system. David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler would have been reelected. Heck, on election night, David Perdue was like 0.2% away from being reelected. You see, in Georgia, you have to get 50% plus one in the general election. If you don't, then it goes to a runoff where the top two vote getters then compete in a runoff, and then it's guaranteed somebody will get 50% plus one. Well, David Perdue got like 49.7%, 49.8% of the vote on election night. Just a little bit more, and he would have got over 50%. So he would have easily won the runoff had Republicans turned out. But again, the Trump, specifically the Trump cultists uh, didn't think, thought the Georgia system was rigged because their guy Trump told them so. So a lot of them stayed home, and it cost them the two Senate seats in Georgia, whereas the Republicans would have held the Senate. And guess what? A lot of the damaging legislation that was passed in Biden's first two years would not have gotten through because you would have had a Republican majority in the Senate. And not to mention, during Trump's four years, uh, he spent like close to $8 trillion. So looking to get rid of the national debt and decrease the annual deficit, that didn't happen either. My point is, is, is this. When it was determined that Joe Biden won the 2020 election, it was determined on, I think, that Saturday after Election Day. If the president would have just come forth and said, you know what, we fell short, but we made a significant gain in the House because a lot of candidates ran on this American First, America First platform, which they did, and we're in good shape to hang on to the U.S. Senate, it's time to pass the torch on to the next generation to carry this America First agenda forward. And they would have been able to stop anything Biden would have done. 2022 would have probably been a red wave because Trump had he stayed back in the shadows. And then it sets him up perfectly for 2024. But instead, Trump has to insert himself in every single solitary thing. And then when it gets blown up, he doesn't take any responsibility for it. Never taken one ounce of responsibility for anything that has gone wrong. On his watch, not capable of it. So that's, again, that's a that's the crux of my issue here, is that there are a lot of good candidates. You know, I was having a, a chat on a Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Our friend Wild Wilson, he was, you know, was asking, he says, uh, you know, basically saying it would be nice, uh, wouldn't it be nice if we could have uh, so much, someone better running, you know, outside of Trump? It's like, look at the candidates that, that are, uh, getting in the race now. I mean, there are some terrific candidates on the GOP side. I mean, obviously, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, look look what he's done with Florida. He's turned it into a, pur- a purple state. You know, a state as recently as 2012 went for Barack Obama, and he's turned it into a red parking lot, even winning Miami-Dade. Okay? Ron DeSantis and in the, in the, in how Florida has the largest net influx of migrants into the state. Okay, I, Tim Scott, I hope to play a Tim, a Tim Scott clip later where he took on the uh, the gals at, at The View, where he says, hey, maybe 50 years ago, what I'm doing right now, my ascension wouldn't be possible, but it is now, so there is definite progress for African Americans. Is it perfect? Is it a perfect union? No, we're always striving to be a more perfect union. You know, I, I may be in the minority in this, but I, I like Mike Pence. I thought he uh, acted very honorably during the Trump administration. He was he was a better ambassador for Trump's uh, successful policies than Trump was. I said that after the vice presidential debate that he had with Kamala Harris. Terrific showing by the vice president. And the fact that he chose to stick by the Constitution, despite the fact that it put him and his family in legitimate danger from the Trump cultists, I, Mike Pence was very honorable. Unfortunately, he has no shot because... No way the Trump cultists would ever acquiesce to his candidacy if Trump were somehow out of the way. And there are pl- and in a general election, people would try to paint him as a, as a Trump guy, even though he did the honorable thing. But I, I like Nikki Haley, governor of South Carolina, good candidate. I mean, we have some very good candidates that are in the race. So this idea that we don't have anybody better than Trump, in my opinion, that's that's not a very high bar to clear. So, uh, again, this is something that we're certainly going to uh, uh, keep an eye upon as we as we move forward here. But, you know, again, I haven't really gotten a sufficient explanation of how Trump gets out of this with, the, you know, all I'm getting is but Biden, but Hillary. And again, um, 
I'm waiting to hear what's ultimately decided on the uh, top secret documents, the alleged uh, classified documents that were kept in various locations by Joe Biden, including some that were in his garage, which caused CNN's Jake Tapper to even remark when a video of Joe Biden driving out of his Delaware garage, it even prompted Jake Tapper to say, uh, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't look very secure to me. OK, so definitely a lot to look upon again. Uh, let's let's kind of rein in the, the, the but Biden rhetoric until an ultimate decision is made on that. I you know, I, I agree. I'm not incredibly optimistic because there is does seem to be a two tiered system of justice. But again, I go back to it does not excuse what we read in that indictment uh, about Trump way too damning. And if there truly is audio evidence like there is being alleged and the jury hears that again, no amount of spin doctoring is going to get him out of that. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag N-A-R-N show. That's hashtag Narn show. Or check us out on our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we, where we have a live stream of the broadcast up and running. Brad Carlson and the Clothes are back with another segment on the broadcast. So Notorious, they got to know that. Life ain't always what it seemed to be. Words can't express what you mean to me, even though you're gone. South St. Paul to Southeast Asia and Little Canada to regular-sized Canada. We're where you are. Listen anytime, anywhere at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. The vast majority of women who come to Robinsdale Women's Center feel overwhelmed, hopeless, and think abortion is their only way out of an unplanned or unwanted pregnancy. Hi, I'm Victoria, one of the patient advocates at Robinsdale Women's Center. We provide information in a compassionate and non-judgmental way. We are a woman's best initial step as she processes her pregnancy options. Through counseling and ultrasound, many of these women realize that abortion is not their only option. For the moms and dads that choose life, Robinsdale Women's Center provides parenting programs to help prepare them. On average, five women each week that are initially considering or being coerced to choose abortion instead choose life. This work is very challenging, but the rewards are life-changing. Your donations to RWC will help make more miraculous life decisions possible. Visit rwcinfo.org to donate. That's rwcinfo.org. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. Take your investment knowledge to new heights this year on the 2023 Eagle Financial Publications Cruise. Join us along with The Money Show on a luxury voyage to the Caribbean and learn from top financial experts like George Gilder and Mark Skelson through workshops and seminars. Relax and refresh, all while discussing investment strategies with like-minded individuals. Secure your spot today at EagleFinancialCruise.com. That's EagleFinancialCruise.com. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. You wouldn't run your washer for just a pair of socks, but your old water softener is doing just that when it regenerates. A smarter wet technology water softener from Commerce Water will save you salt and energy. Get $400 for your old salt hog from Commerce Water. Go to Commerce.com. Hey, welcome back. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks so much for tuning in. Apparently someone says I don't give out the number enough. I give it out twice a segment, I think. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Again, that's 651-289-4488. You can also reach us via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. 
And again, we do have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So feel free to follow us there and uh, check out the live stream. Leave a comment or question in that comment section if you so desire. Uh, transitioning now to talk to our uh, first guest, uh, Bethany Mandel, co-authored with Carol Markowitz, a book entitled Stolen Youth, How Radicals Are Erasing Innocence and Indoctrinating a Generation. Uh, I, something I've talked about on this show quite a bit, uh, a very damning of this particular uh, generation and what we what has happened to kids basically uh, in their public school education and how we handled the coronavirus pandemic and the screen time and how much uh, GDP that will be lost in the future during the ki- due to the kids being held back in their education uh, can't begin to quantify. Hopefully, there is a way forward where this could be rectified. And again, uh, Bethany was a co-author in this uh, terrific book that I've been reading. Uh, some of it uh, really brings back some not-so-fond memories of what was going on during the pandemic, as well as some parents being labeled as domestic terrorists. But uh, as Carol and Bethany both outlined in this book, there is a way forward. So that uh, we could certainly take heart in. So we are honored to welcome to the program, at this time, the aforementioned Bethany Mandel. Bethany, good to talk to you again. How are you? Thank God I'm good. I'm at a kid birthday party hiding in a corner. So just want to throw that out there before the interview starts. Well, Bethany, I, I, I certainly appreciate your time. Then if, if, if at any point <laughs> you have to cut this short because uh, something crops up, I will certainly understand. But so uh, we, we appreciate your time here. Uh, I guess uh, before we get into the uh, book, are, are you back on Twitter yet, Bethany Mandel? I follow you there religiously no. for a decade or so. No, I so I got a new phone and one of my best friends bullied me into setting up two-factor authentication. And now, thanks to two-factor authentication, the only way I can get into my phone is with an authenticator code. But my new phone doesn't have the authenticator, and so it won't let me back on. So Daily Wire, who published my book, are, are trying to get me back on Twitter. We'll see how it goes. But if anyone wants to tweet Elon and tell them to let me back on. I will, I'll, I'll appreciate it. <laughs> we'll definitely see what we can do. We, uh, uh, but sorry to hear that, but hopefully you get back on it as soon as possible. Or maybe you're enjoying the respite. I don't know, Bethany Mandela. It might be hard to come back after <laughs> I, this. So, you know, I, I have a new sub stack called Write Books for Kids, number four. And we have so many things that I want to promote on my Twitter that I'm not publishing yet because I'm like, I really mm. think we could get a lot of media attention on this and I can't get eyes on it without Twitter. And so I'm holding on to so much good content. Okay. Well, yeah, this does sound like something we need to get a hold of Elon Musk for. So folks, uh, if you're hearing in the sound of our voices, if you can make that happen, uh, make an appeal to Elon <laughs> Musk, we'll, we'll certainly do it. Well, Bethany, as we, uh, as we talked about, want to have you on talking about your book, stolen youth, how radicals yeah. are erasing innocence and indoctrinating a generation. Uh, I could, was it, there was so much going on given the pandemic and then parents, I guess that was one point where parents, if they didn't realize before what their kids were being taught, they certainly got a uh, up close yeah. and personal look thanks to thanks to Zoom. So was there any defining moment where you and Carol collaborated and got together and says, my God, we need to document all these inc- incidents in our book. Was there any defining moment, I guess, Bethany Mandel? So not really. So Carol and I have been friends for over a decade, and we've been talking about writing a book together for a very long time. And we had an image, we, we had an idea of, of what we wanted to write. And then the pandemic sort of put that on its head. And we said, like, let's sort of, let's noodle over what an alternative book idea would be. And then we sort of said, like, you know, all everything that's happened with COVID and everything that's going on with like Rat Queen Story or all of these things feel like they are isolated incidents. And we should sit down and sort of get a Google Doc together and see like how isolated is this? How rare is this? Mm. And we very quickly realized like we went from like, is there enough here to like, how can this possibly only be one book? And the answer is it's, it's, it's not only one book. There's so much here. Um, you know, just on Disney alone um, and just on the schools alone, like there's so much material. Um, but we kind of wanted to write the the beach read. You know, we're heading up into like the summer. We wanted to, to write the beach read for parents who really just like don't really know what's going on, but they feel like it's just a constant assault. Um, and we wanted to sort of lay it out for parents like, it's not in your head. It is escalating rapidly and uh, very. Uh, it's very in your face. 
and um, and this is sort of this is the problem, and these are what we think are the solutions. It would obviously be pretty shocking if if you or, or your co-author Carol had come out and you know just made the comment, "My goodness, the, a lot of the things that are happening with our kids in the classroom and the indoctrination. I mean, these are the kind of things that some of these incidents that were taking place." You know, it was reminiscent of what happened in the days of, of uh, the USSR, communist Russia. And, of course, you just you just say that on its face and people might be taken aback. But then when you lay out uh, in in great detail and great nuance of what was actually taking place in these classrooms, uh, it's it's not terribly far-fetched, Bethany Mandel. I guess um, from that standpoint, uh, teachers overwhelmingly leftists, as you two point out, not a lot of intellectual diversity in our classrooms today. Are there any practical tips, practical points that you give to parents that, that they can do to combat this? Yeah, absolutely. So before I answer that question, um, you, one of the nice, so I homeschool and I have six and I've sort of realized over the course of my adult life, especially since having kids and starting to homeschool is like how deficient my own education was. And so one of my favorite things is to look into the high school reading lists on the curriculums that we use and like start reading the books by myself. And I just finished over the weekend a book called Red Scarf Girl. Um, it's about sort of the Chinese cultural revolution and it's a memoir of someone who lived through it. And I was reading it and I was like, my golly, this feels awfully familiar. And whereas, you know, I would read history like that as a teen and think like, I don't understand how that could ever happen. Now I, now I read it and I'm like, oh, I can, I can see how that happens. Um, so, I mean, I think that the first step is for parents to just be made aware of like mm-hmm. how perni- pernicious and how, uh, how aggressive this ideology is. And one of the things that we really wanted to do was lay out how young it starts. And so, you know, there's this famous YouTuber um, who is like sort of the YouTube this generation version of Mr. Rogers. Her name is Miss Rachel. And millions and millions and millions of views. So many parents put their kids in front of it and walk away. Like, this is how I take a shower. You just put your kid in front of, a, in front of YouTube. That's not how I put, take a shower personally. I, Fair I don't shower enough. <laughs> but, um, but other people who care more about personal hygiene. Um, so they put their kids in front of Miss Rachel. And something that they might not realize is that this YouTube personality has a non-binary character who introduces some of the stuffed animals as they, them, instead of he or she. And um, this is how young it starts. And people might not pick up on it. People might not know because they're in the shower and their kids are watching, you know, the wheels on the bus. But uh, this is the reality. And, you know, a lot of people sort of say to me, you know, what is it? why, Why do you care so much? What does it matter? And this is, I think, probably, you know, he should put this on his tombstone when he dies because it's the most brilliant thing he ever said. But Eric Erickson's, you will be made to care. And they are ensuring that we will be made to care. Um, it's not just, you know, there's a non-binary YouTube person, um, but it's that, you know, they are trying to indoctrinate children and, and convince them that this is a thing that they can be and they can do as well. Once again, we are joined by uh, Bethany Mandel. She, the co-author of this book, uh, Stolen Youth, How Radicals Are Erasing Innocence and Indoctrinating a Generation. She, along with uh, co-author Carol Markowitz, detailing a lot of the instruction that's going on in our public school classrooms, as well as uh, some of the abhorrent decisions that were made during the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. Uh, Bethany, we've got about a minute or so before we have to come up against a hard break, so uh, before we get into, I guess, any other uh, additional questions, um, uh, as far as ordering this book, getting your hands upon this book, uh, I'm assuming the uh, normal channels, uh, Amazon, all that good yeah. stuff. Yeah, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, you name it. How is the how is the book uh, how is the success of the book fared thus far? Do you have you been getting any definitive numbers? Hopefully, it's impacting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we we hit the bestseller list when when it first came out, and you know it's been a slow burn. It's been really incredible to watch how it's still really doing well and it's still really selling you know most most political books they have a flair right in the beginning um but we're still selling you know hundreds of books a week like there's there's interest there and, and i think that you know the more word of mouth uh, happens especially this summer on the beach um the more that parents are sort of going to start waking up and, and picking it up 
Fantastic. Well, uh, Bethany, we do have, like I say, we do have to take a break. We're up against a hard break. If you can hold for another segment, that's great. Yeah. But if you have to take your leave while you are on hold, we certainly understand that. But again, we're joined <laughs> by... I'm sticking around. Uh, okay, fantastic. Well, we appreciate it. Well, again, uh, as Bethany alluded to, you can uh, find this book, Stolen Youth, her as well as Carol Markowitz co-authored this uh, terrific book. Very sobering read, uh, at times a very uh, blood-boiling read, but again, they do offer hope and practical solutions going forward. And if you'd like to weigh in on this topic, 651-289-4488, that is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N show. Or check us out on our live stream on our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Brad Carlson and the Clothes are back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Pool and Spa Staycation Sale. Save 35 to 65% and vacation in your own backyard resort from Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Choosing a staycation spa that fits your family is easy. We have nearly 40 different models to choose from. Many are on display at our St. Louis Park showroom or visit our website at masterpoolandspa.com. Free delivery to your home or cabin, and trade-ins are welcome. We'll even haul away your old spa. 18 months, 0% financing. Master Pool and Spa Staycation Sale. Save 35 to 65%. Offer in Sunday. Master Pool and Spa, 394 in Louisiana. 952-253-0665. 952-253-0665. Or visit masterpoolandspa.com. That's masterpoolandspa.com. Some days I feel so down I can barely get out of bed. Is this depression? Mental Health Minnesota is here to help seven days a week with resources, peer support, online screenings, connections to treatment, and crisis services. It's anonymous, confidential, and free of charge. Whether you're living with a mental health condition, are concerned about someone you love, or could use some support, Mental Health Minnesota is here for you. MentalHealthMN.org. Sponsored by Mental Health Minnesota, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. The new Salem News Channel, the greatest collection of conservative minds, all in one place. Home to the people you trust. Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Refreshingly honest, always unfiltered. Streaming free on your TV 24-7. Intelligent analysis for intelligent people. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. Everything is expensive right now. Gas, food, you name it. You're spending more, you're making the same or less money. So, what do you do? You rack up credit card debt, that's what you do. It's not your fault, it's the economy. And guess what? If you rack up too much credit card debt like some of us, you can't pay your bills. Then the credit card companies, as nice as they are, start hounding you for money. Then you start your downward spiral. A smart thing for you to do is to call the Zero Debt. They can help you consolidate all your credit card bills into one affordable payment. Millions of people have done it. It works to make you debt-free. Make this free call right now. It costs you nothing to learn more. 800-298-9093. 800-298-9093. That's 800-298-9093. Hey, welcome back. AM twelve eighty the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. Here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And also check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have the live stream of the broadcast up and running. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Oh, by the way, uh, Gary from War Road is checking in. Hello, Gary. Thanks to you and Wild for uh, viewing the broadcast today. Always appreciate it. Again, we continue our conversation with Bethany Mandel. She, a co-author along with Carol Markowitz of the book Stolen Youth, How Radicals Are Erasing Innocence and Indoctrinating a generation, really the catalyst for this book is uh, obviously the uh, egregious way kids' education was handled during the coronavirus pandemic, as well as a lot of the 
uh, curriculum that is seeping into our public schools, definitely expediting the school choice movement, by the way. I mean, it's been talked about for a while as a civil rights issue of our decade, certainly more expedited by what happened with uh, school during the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, Bethany, one thing I was really struck by in reading this book is, you know, you and Carol recapping a lot of the decisions made by government officials, local officials regarding uh, school closures and masking requirements and whatever. And it seemed every none of it really made a lot of sense. I mean, you talk about how the pandemic people were talking about how pandemic was disproportionately affecting uh, minorities and that uh, minority students were left even further behind during school closures. Yet the same people who declare themselves as the champions for uh, the black and Hispanic communities were making these decisions to keep school closed, despite the science uh, saying the exact opposite, Bethany Mandel, just an incredible disconnect. Do you remember when we used to be told to check our privilege? When was the last time you heard that? Yeah, right. That, that, that stopped when we started using, I mean, think back to like, late March, early April of 2020, when I think that most people were like, ooh, a little weary at the at the very least. Mm-hmm. Um, we were we were using low low paid Americans as human shields to do our grocery shopping, to get our DoorDash. Oh, yeah. They decided that they were they were comfortable using their privilege in order to make sure that they didn't miss their tie delivery on DoorDash. And you know we continue to see that. I think one of the most galling examples of it was when the public schools were closed in the inner cities and, um, and there was no reason for it. And I think we knew by, by this point that there was no reason for it. And so they reopened schools, but with um, paras like para teachers doing it instead. And those teachers were also minimum wage employees who were non-unionized and the, the teachers were unconcerned enough about COVID to allow these individuals to be basically doing their jobs. But you can't have a minimum wage employee who has no idea what they're doing running a classroom. And that's what they decided was okay. And so, like, what's what's better as far as that goes? Do you either think that it takes requires no expertise whatsoever to run a classroom and to educate children or do you not care about the minimum wage employees who were taking your your place? Because there is no realm of in which that was acceptable without it being a total moral indictment of the teachers' union. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the continued gaslighting that occurs from uh, the head of the ATF, um, yep. uh, Randy Weingarten, or a- AFT. Yep. I mean, that that's a different uh, tyrannical organization. Yeah, AFT. <laughs> I mean, it's it's crazy. So the during the, the House is doing sort of an oversight uh, hearing. The, the House is doing an oversight hearing, I think, like a week ago about COVID and about our reaction, response, whatever. And they were specifically talking about reforming the CDC so that these like crazy, tyrannical decisions that are bureaucratic and there's no... Who decided that we should be masking two-year-olds in America? Mm. I have tried, in my capacity, extremely hard to determine that the answer to that question because America were masking two-year-olds for eight hours a day, whereas the rest of the world under the WHO said that no child under the age of six should be masked under any circumstances. And kids between the ages of, like, seven and 11 or so under very limited circumstances. And that was always the case in the height of the pandemic. And so, you know, we, we were told that, and we never got an answer as to who at the CDC made that determination. And so the house is holding these hearings to decide, you know, how do we reform this? So that doesn't happen again. And Frank Pallone, a Democrat, the head of the, the, the democratic side for that panel said, you know, there are, there are people here who don't defend the school closures. You don't. He, he's still, like, confused about the fact that there are people who opposed the school closures. Mm-hmm. He's still confused that there are people who said that, like, masking two-year-olds was ill-advised. Yeah, and, and the thing I also noticed, too, was kind of the uh, the verbal cudgels, if you will, that people used, like if, if parents were objecting to their kids being home constantly because they saw what a detriment it was to their mental health, as well as the, you know, particularly young children masking and how much of a detriment that was. That if they even suggested that, 
in-person instruction is vital to these kids, they were saying, well, yep. what do you want to put our teachers' lives in danger? Do you want to put yep. grandma in yep. danger? And, you know, I, I we, we could use so many examples via COVID. None was more infuriating. I mean, you look back to the uh, early 20, I think it was early 2022 when the Super Bowl was in Los Angeles. They still had mask mandates for elementary school kids yep. outdoors yep. during recess, but yep. then you had Governor Newsom yep. and Mayor Garcetti not wearing masks among a huge crowd yep. of 100,000 people, they- Bethany Mandel. They they were not scared. They were not scared. I mean, Nancy Pelosi going to get a haircut in the middle of like spring of 2020 in San Francisco. Yes. Whereas like no none of none of us plebes could go get a haircut. I, that to me indicated just how unserious they were, and that they were using this as a way to just like flex their political muscle and their power. And the the current head of the CDC during those hearings, I mean, she's also kind of like cackling about like, oh, you know, this is how we made the decisions and we just like asked so-and-so. And And it's like, do you think this is a joke? Like what you did over the course of the pandemic, like, is this a game to you? And like, they honestly, I mean, you want to talk about check your privilege. I think we should bring that back because they have no idea what they did. And they honestly, they don't care. Right. Yeah, that 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 perhaps is the most egregious thing. Some I I forget who who uh, who suggested it, but kind of when everything pretty much waned, kind of said uh, I I don't know how they put it like COVID grace or COVID do over or something along yes. those lines. Hey, let's let Amnesty. bygones be. And and it, so that was in the Atlantic, and it was Emily yes. Oster, who I love. I love Emily Oster. I think that she is brilliant, but she said that in order. To I think that she feels like, and I, I, I understand the perspective that we're getting bogged down in pointing fingers. Right. And then I said this, to, I said this to Emily privately, and she kind of understood at least where I was coming from. I said, "This isn't just a, this isn't just a game where we're pointing at each other and yelling. We cannot have the arsonists continuing to run the fire department, and that is what's happening right now. And you know, in the schools, we still have the, these these teachers unions who are holding, you know, so much power. But, you know, for example, the the superintendent of the Alexandria Public Schools, his name escapes me at the moment, he was, while sending his children to private school in Alexandria, he was keeping the schools closed for public school students under his care in Alexandria. Now he has a new job. He's failed up, as they all do. He failed up, and he's now in like in a top position in the school of education at American university making God only knows how much money. And this is the problem. This is the problem because there is no accountability. So he can get a job educating the next generation of teachers. Once again, we are joined by Bethany Mandel uh, talking about her book. She co-authored with Carol Markowitz stolen youth, how radicals are erasing innocence and indoctrinating a generation. Uh, Bethany, want to wrap up real quick with this. You know, we obviously we can use uh, so many examples regarding the mishandling of the COVID pandemic, particularly in the school system. But another area where parents are really finding out about kids and their education in the public schools is a lot of the things that are seeping into the curriculum. And, you know, you talk uh, about the uh, transgender uh, crusade that was taking place in school. And, you know, you talk about verbal cudgels, you know, if if you're insisting that kids need to be in person in the classroom learning without masks, you know, what do you want to kill our teachers? But as far as the, the transgender crusade, it's it's almost become like its own religion. I mean, we saw a flag, mm-hmm. a LGBTQ flag mm-hmm. hung in the White House yesterday. It's yep. become its own yep. religion, which I thought was uh, you couldn't it's, government couldn't it's, establish it's, it's a state religion. religion. Yeah. Yeah. And this idea that parents would object to this or be uncomfortable with a biological male identifying as a female undressing in the same locker room as their daughters. That gets you labeled as a as a, as a bigot and, and, and intolerant. Mm-hmm. And it's just yep. absolute lunacy. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is. Um, I remember, I mean, I feel like they're still around. I live in Montgomery County, Maryland. This is like one of the craziest places in the world. But like the I believe in science things like what do you, do you believe in like some science, but not other science science like you believe in. I, I don't even know Dr. Fauci, like the king of science, but you don't believe in like anatomy, biology, um, genetics. Like it, it, where where does science end for you? And you just like superimposed feelings instead. Um, and that's what they're doing. I, it's, it's extremely disorienting, extremely confusing for children. And, you know, I, the sort of the message, the last word in, in stolen youth is fight. And, you know, parents, like, th- we're done. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. this, this cannot continue. And we're not going to continue sort of living in this fantasy land where we pretend like 
you know, they're making all of these sweeping cultural and societal changes, and there is no downside. Um, we were assured, left, right, up, and down, that everything they did during COVID, you know, was necessary and that our kids were resilient and they'd be fine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, turns out all the test scores are in the garbage and everyone is anxious. Like, yes, because you kept them locked on a screen for a year and a half, telling them that they were going to kill people if they dared literally show their face. Right. Of course they're basket cases. Yeah, I, I think where, you know, you talk about, um, you know, where does, where does science end? I mean, the head of this, uh, when uh, Rochelle Walensky was the head of the CDC, when she used the phrase pregnant people, I mean, it's like, how do you have yeah. any credibility after that? Yep, yep, that's exactly right. And, and you know, it, it's happening across medicine and across, uh, you know, every every sector of human society. And we're all just supposed to, like, just un, like just nod and i'm sorry like i've had six babies my husband just stood there and watched he's a great watcher okay but like <laughs> there is no such thing as a pregnant person right. okay there is a pregnant woman and i will not budge an inch on the recognition of the fact that like it was not us we are not pregnant i was pregnant my husband again great watcher that's really where it ends when it comes to men once again, uh, Bethany Mandel has been kind enough to join us for a couple segments. Again, check out their book, Stolen Youth. She and Carol Markowitz uh, pen this book. Find it wherever you uh, find, uh, wherever you go to find your books. And uh, New York Times bestseller, I got my copy recently uh, a few weeks ago. Um, while it's been a very sobering read, uh, definitely encourage that more parents are becoming aware of what's going on and getting in the fight. Bethany, thanks so much for your time today. Have a great rest of your weekend and uh, hope to talk to you again in the future. We appreciate it. Thank you. I'd love to be on again. Thank you, Brad. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. From Elk River to the Congo River, and Cannon Falls to Niagara Falls, we go where you go. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Car payments, credit card payments, home loans. Man, that's a lot of debt for you to carry. Let us help you get caught up when you enter the $18,000 Get Caught Up sweepstakes. The grand prize winner gets up to $10,000 in debt relief. Three first prize winners will get up to $1,000 in debt relief. And 10 second prize winners will get $500 in debt relief. That's $18,000 total. And that could be you. Register now at am1280thepatriot.com. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No No wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America... Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted on the job each year, leading to injuries and death. This is the reality they deal with when making contact with the public. Another reality is that if someone doesn't comply with a lawful order or uses force against them, police may have to use sufficient force in response to obtain compliance. Use of force is always ugly. Nobody likes it, especially police, and nobody knows how it will turn out. Spread the word. For de-escalation to work, both parties must de-escalate. And de-escalation isn't necessary if there is no escalation. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Whether it's getting asked a question, getting a citation, or getting arrested, don't argue, don't resist, don't flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now, complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org. 
in your car, at home, and on the job. AM radio has more than 80 million listeners each month. For more than a century, AM radio has evolved to meet the needs of our community. Visit wearebroadcasters.com and tell us how you depend on AM. Wearebroadcasters.com. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. Here to take your calls, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And don't forget, we do have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where you can leave a comment or question there. I do want to go to a a couple of phone calls quick uh, while we have a few minutes remaining on line one, Jack and Woodbury. Jack, go ahead. Uh, Brad, how are you? Great, yourself? Uh, doing okay. I just read the papers and eat my lunch and listen to the radio. Um, I'm That's a old school, Democrat. Jack. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a yeah, liberal Democrat. Everybody at work is probably 90% conservative. Every time something happens, I get blamed for it because I voted Democrat. <laughs> and uh, that, that's fine. I'm okay with that. But sure. What I wanted to do is just say thank you. I'm at least open to listen to other viewpoints and not just Democratic. So I'll listen to a conservative radio station and other places and reading just to get a viewpoint, you know, other than my Democrat status. Obviously, I'm not voting for Joe Biden, but I'm neither voting for Donald Trump next time. I think we do need a change. But I just wanted to say thank you, Brad. I listen to you every Sunday, and you give me another viewpoint to at least put in my little brain and uh, try to think about and, you know, get something from that. So my call is to say thank you, Brad, and uh, I will continue to listen to you, and I appreciate the different viewpoints. Yeah. And that's kind of what I wanted to say to you. Well, Jack, thank you. I, I uh, very pre- appreciate the very fine phone call. Was not uh, expecting that. Uh, I don't fish for uh, for compliments or co- or commendations like that, but I do appreciate it nonetheless. Thank you so much. Let's uh, move on to line two. Is it Matt down in uh, Medford? Matt, go ahead. You're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hi, Brad. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Um, I don't know if I'm a... Trump cultists or not, I'm not sure what that definition is. First of all, I will vote for any Republican who is the nominee. I do think our country is in crisis. So I want to clarify that. But I would vote for Trump if he's the nominee. Okay. And I I want to explain what I'm experiencing personally. I'm retired law enforcement. The PEA... ERA fund for firefighters and police officers was underfunded 14 years ago. And they said, we're only going to give you a cost of living increase of 1% until this gets fixed. It should be three years, four tops. It's been 14 years. Mm. My family is sinking. Mm. I am losing my buying power. I listened to a guy today who said, actually, the cost of living in Minnesota last year was 16%. I got a 1% raise. I am sinking. If Donald Trump becomes my president and can reduce gas, reduce energy, I'm trying to hold on. Sure. I have a mother-in-law and a mother that are in their 90s. I'm a servant. I want to take care of them. But the taxes are eating me up, and I'm sinking. So if Trump's the nominee, I'm a cultist. I uh, appreciate that call, Matt. Thanks very much. Yeah, I don't consider you a Trump cultist. Trump cultist is it's Trump or nobody because uh, the cultists are like if Trump loses the GOP nominee, they're going to they're going to scream fraud like Trump will and sit out and not vote for whomever is the Republican nominee. You don't sound uh, from what I glean from your phone call, Matt, you don't sound like you would uh, not vote for, say, Ron DeSantis if he were the Republican nominee, if I if I'm understanding you correctly. But Either way, I appreciate the clarification. I, I respect anyone who say I'm going to vote for the Republican nominee, no matter who it is. I don't have a problem with that. I'm just to, I just share with people what my standard is. That's all, and we can differ on that. But if your standard is if it's it's Trump or bust, meaning if someone else other than Trump is a GOP nominee, I'm not voting for him. Then you're a cultist in my mind. And again, Matt, I don't think you. At least I don't gather that you sounded like that. Uh, Carol from Pine City is on line one. Carol, we have about a minute and a half remaining. Go ahead. 
Um, I'm 80 years old. I voted for Trump twice. And like you, I threw in the towel. When I saw the picture on the front of the Wall Street Journal, which I still get in print form, of all the boxes in the bathroom with the toilet in front and the shower curtain behind, even though the editorial inside was saying he, this never should have happened, this indictment, that picture speaks a, a lot. Yes. And the, real quick, I want to say, the right-wing talk industry, which I hear a lot of because I have time and no technology, has become an industry of itself. Everybody writes a book. And that, and that, the whole thing, nobody can deviate. I found you by accident today, and I couldn't believe my ears that somebody was saying no to the guy, you know. The more you listen to him it, when he's on talking, the more you realize th that we're way too accepting of, right. of what he says, Trump. Compared to these other candidates, I, I'm waiting for Joe Manchin to tell you the truth. I think this whole thing is going to blow up in everybody's face. You're waiting for Joe Manchin to run for president? Is that what you mean, Carol? Third party. Third party? Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate the call, Carol. Thank you so much uh, for sharing your perspective. I love these old school callers. You know, um, was it was it Jack in Woodbury? Was that the gentleman's name? Talks about how he reads the paper in the morning. And Carol talking about how she gets the Wall Street Journal still in print. This is old school. I love it. I love these old school callers because I mean I don't I don't read the newspaper in print anymore. I I read it electronically now. You know, mostly. And the only reason I subscribe to our local newspapers is because obviously it's good fodder for the show, and I get some good resources for the show. Um, but the fact sitting down with it with a newspaper, I tell you, if I were retired. I, I might do that. I still like, you know, I like the Wall Street Journal and, um, you know, who's to say? But uh, appreciate the calls. Fantastic calls, one and all. And again, uh, thanks to our guests, by the way, uh, Bethany Mandel, talking about her book, Stolen Youth, How Radicals Are Erasing Innocence and Indoctrinating a Generation. Again, like I've said, folks, it's a very sobering read and it gets the blood boiling when you're rereading the anecdotes of what was happening during COVID and some of the ham-fisted mandates that were handed down. But again, Carol and Bethany both uh, provide some hope and a roadmap forward to uh, uh, make a future amenable for your kids. And again, those of you with kids, isn't that what we want? To leave the generation for the next generation to have it better than we did? I hope you aspire to that. Folks, I am out. Mitch and I are switching broadcasts next weekend, so I will definitely talk to you on Saturday. Mitch will talk to you on Sunday. Godspeed, my friends. Have a blessed week. For 30 years, Robbinsdale Women's Center, known as RWC, is the first step for women facing unplanned or unwanted pregnancies. The majority of women they serve are seeking or considering abortion, but through their free services, including an ultrasound and parenting program, women are empowered to choose life for their babies. Last year, 279 moms gave life to their babies thanks to support they received from Robbinsdale Women's Center. That's 279 children born, enough to fill nearly six school buses. You can make a huge difference in these women's lives by giving to RWC. Your gift will bring hope and life. Robbinsdale Women's Center needs your help so more women can have the opportunity and support to choose life. For more information on RWC's life-affirming work or to donate, go to rwcinfo.org. rwcinfo.org. Robbinsdale Women's Center. Saving lives. Changing lives since 1992. Make a difference today at rwcinfo.org. That's rwcinfo.org. At am1280thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Eric Metaxas Talks Prophecy. In 2007, Kim Clement said Donald Trump would be elected twice. He did not serve a second term. So did Kim Clement say that he would serve two terms? Yes. The way he said it is that God was going to raise someone up who didn't go in as a praying president, but would become a praying president. I just interviewed somebody about Lincoln. When he went in, you would have had to categorize him as a skeptic or whatever it was, but something within his term. This is not some Christian Christianization of the story of Lincoln. Visit am1280thepatriot.com. Click on hosts and search for whatever's on your mind. 
you'll find a deep archive of intelligent commentary. Need a good shot of your favorite pastor? Well, you can get him anywhere and everywhere at OnePlace.com and the OnePlace app. If you miss the daily dose of encouragement you need, find it there. If you want to hear that great sermon one more time, it's all there. We don't encourage you to leave this station, not ever. But when you want a repeat, you know where to go. OnePlace.com and the OnePlace app. No matter what happens, we're always on. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.